I, I know it's in my own head. I'm like, what if I, that person thinks a bad thing? What if that person? What if? What if? The, what if I, they think a bad thing? I think. I think. I think that what's even and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that what is even more scary for you, Sandy, is what will I think about myself if I don't do this? Should. There's a nail in the, you hit it on the head. Hi, Sandy. How are you? Hey, Tech. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. I'm glad you're doing well. I'm, I'm also doing well. Um, so first of all, thank you for, thank you for signing up for this. It was cool. I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting to sort of like, I don't know, like see, see your name, uh, signing up for this. So it was cool. It was cool to see that. So, um, totally seem like way too together to need like coaching or something <laughs> i don't know maybe i don't know um but uh but but what 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 uh what would you like to talk about today well the thing is that i always control the narrative in my world yeah and so i've i've actually had this conversation like 19 or 100 or 73 times in my imagination and um yeah you know like i'm just prepared to see how it goes or where it goes because uh yeah, I've, I, I get told all the time I control the narrative, and uh, um, yeah, sometimes I just need to let go. I see. I see. So it, it sounds like in in your life, th like you always sort of like have the you always have the control and always sort of like set how things are supposed to go. And it sounds like from what you're saying that like even even conversations like you'll run through them a bunch in your head in order to yeah. sort of like create the best possible outcome absolutely and like um if you ask my husband anytime we have an argument he says i don't listen and it's like no i did listen to you those 17 times you told me in my imagination what you were upset about it couldn't possibly be worse than than what i've imagined so wow. i totally get it <laughs> gotcha and so and it, it sounds like you're it sounds like you're quite good at it too that like yeah. you're you're so you're so skilled at like sort of imagining conversations that like when you're having a conversation with your husband, you're like, "Yeah, I've I've already had this conversation." Absolutely. I I, I with coworkers too. Yeah. I so see. so one of my first oh gosh, I've been a manager where I work for about oh twelve or thirteen years. Okay. And one of the first pieces of advice that I got from the previous manager that I'm still working on is is talk less and listen more. Um, I see. Because I will have entire conversations with someone else in the room and they don't talk at all. I see. Interesting. <laughs> but that's not why I came here. I, I, I need you to talk to you. Well, the, I mean, the funny thing is, Sandy, like in this situation, like I think if I do my job right, you will be the, the primary one talking. So that this will be an interesting experiment. Um, so, yeah. So like what, I, what like what I'm hearing is that it the that you're very good at this, but that it causes problems in your relationships where. I don't think it causes problems. I mean, I kind of laugh about it. Sure. But more so, like, I, I, I don't think it causes problems. Most people like me a lot. Yeah. Um, no, I, I also have sarcasm and humor as a deflection. Sure. Welcome, welcome in. Welcome sure. to my world. It's totally weird because this is like a two-way conversation, and I'm so used to it being you're... just you and me, like typing. And... Yeah, yeah. You're used to like chatting and then like waiting like five minutes, and then I respond, and then you I'm type. Like you're a real interactive character. It's like totally awesome. Anyway, <laughs> um, so 
Um, yeah. So anyway, no, I've absolutely really enjoyed listening to your little talks. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Partly, um, I've enjoyed listening to other members of the community that, um, you know, maybe I, I just knew from text, basically, because we see your face, but we don't hear other people's voices. So hearing them and, and hearing them be vulnerable is kind of really awesome. And yeah. so I've been thinking about doing this for a minute. And every time I look at the schedule, I'm like, oh, no, I'm busy. No, I'm busy. And then I saw one. I'm like, hey, I'm free on Tuesday night. So I can do that. I can do that. And gotcha. I, yeah, I just I really I've really enjoyed your community and um, the the diversity because I mean, I keep joking that I'm the oldest and I really probably am. So, um, yeah, there's just such diversity and such people are really vulnerable with you and really vulnerable with each other. And I really appreciate that. So I'm like, I can come on and be vulnerable. Well, thank you so much for for, you know, I, I feel I feel flattered. Um, and I'm curious, like, you talked about, you talked about, like, this sort of, like, running through conversations in your head and sort of, like, controlling the narrative and things, but then, like, when I sort of, like, asked you about, like, the effect that it had on your life, you're like, eh, it's, it, it, it's pretty good, it's, it's fine, and so, like, um, go ahead. I was gonna say, it's, it's more control, and so if I, if I've been focusing in on sort of anything that um that this year is working on teaching me it's mm -hmm. uh it's about letting go of control so um you know some of it yeah but for the for the listeners for your famous listeners uh this year has been a freaking trip for everybody i'm gonna try not to swear because i might share that this with some people in my world including my mommy so i'm oh, gonna try okay. not to swear but i might swear okay i might mom mom if you're listening i might swear okay um, <laughs> But, um, so obviously, uh, well, not obviously to everybody. So, uh, in, well, the pandemic hit all of us in 2020. And just as the pandemic was swinging along merrily, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And, uh, by then, by that time I'd found the Twitch community, I'd found you guys. So I had a, a good distraction and good fun. Um, went, went through the breast cancer treatment, the scans, whatever. So early in that, in the scans, also found out that I had thyroid cancer. So that was a big, lovely, lovely surprise. Um, I didn't know that part. Yeah, because it's like the sub-headline, because it really, um, really was not the hardest part of my treatment, if that makes any sense. Like thyroid cancer, independent in itself, is pretty simple. If I had only had thyroid cancer, it would have been um, like surgery and then... A month of this special diet that you can't eat salt and then um, or iodine of any kind and then a medication that makes you feel crappy for a couple weeks and then that would have been it okay but um, the the two cancers were not related I'm just one of those really lucky people that they happen to have two at the same time super lucky super lucky was, <laughs> well I mean once and done go in get it all done and get it all out um, but the breast cancer treatment was a real it show um for what it's worth people have went through a lot worse than me um i met people that went through worse than me but the whole year was about not having control the whole year was about other people having control of my world um luckily or not luckily i don't know but while i was busy resting and while i was busy not having control the whole rest of the world paused too so i didn't miss anything super cool there was no great concerts there was no like magic 
magic things happening, but, um, but yeah, like I had to let go a lot of, con of control of the home. Like my husband did so much around the house, he couldn't believe it. Um, I couldn't control the outcome of all the medical stuff. Um, couldn't con I had to step away from work, luckily had great benefits at work. Stepped away from work for like nine, 10 months, um, didn't have control of that. So now I'm back at work, sucking all the control back at my work. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, it was nice to be missed. It was nice to go back to my, my full-time job and be like, hey, look, there's stuff I did that no one else did. Um, and then now, like, basically exhausted through the ringer. Um, I'm back to full-time work as of, like, this week. And my photography business, which is kind of cool because, um, honestly, photography is this, like, really hard side hustle in today's digital world. Like, mm. everybody, not everybody, everybody thinks they can do it. Not mm -hmm. everybody can. I've been at it since before digital was a thing. Um, but I've never done it full-time, and there's a lot of self-esteem tied up in it, as you know. And any content creation, any art creation, anything that requires other people to pay you and validate... So I wasn't really sure where that was going to go after all of my diagnosis. And I have actually had a pretty, not really busy fall, but a pretty you know, productive steady fall flow. photography. Yeah. So I had clients that I loved that, that called me and I was happy. So all that to say, it's been like a year where my whole life got turned upside down and I'm kind of struggling with um, how busy I want to be, what I want to pick back up again. Um, uh, what what is important what brings me everything brings me joy i love everything so it's really hard to be like hey i want to do it all but i i just only have about 50 percent of the energy i used to have so. hmm. yeah and i have curly hair i mean you don't you didn't you never saw me before you see me now but i look at myself and i'm literally freaked out that i have dark curly hair because before cancer i had long pink hair and it didn't come back pink and it's really weird and they was won't it, let me color it was it curly before <laughs> no no fascinating I know it's cancer's a freaking trip. I'm it gonna is. tell you, it's just a freaking trip. It's, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it, it, it's it's awful. It's it re really like it, it, the the treatment is what's so like awful about it. I mean, obviously, you know, like if you don't treat it, then you'll die, and that's worse. But like, that's bad. <laughs> dying was not my objective. Yeah, <laughs> but like, but yeah, like all the stuff that the treatment does really like, ooh, it's it's a it's a mess. So yeah. Um, first of all, thank you for, thank you for sharing all that. Um, that is intense. Um, and then I'm curious about like, so like from, from what I, what, what I heard you say was like that the, the sort of, con the thing that you're going through right now, that's really sort of like hampering you is that you're very much used to having control and this year you sort of had that control taken away from you. But like really like the hardest part from what I heard is that like now that you're in a position where like you should be able to take back control, you're still sort of at like 50%. Like there's just not as much that you can do and sort of like surrendering to that is like incredibly emotionally what? difficult. 100% and the fact that you said surrender um yeah it's like, it's it's like you're in my head tech it's absolutely like you're in my head I, I do this for a living <laughs> so so part of the reason I control the narrative so I work full-time with adults with disabilities okay 
I, I am a manager now, but I've spent a lot of years working with people that are nonverbal or partially verbal or use different language or communicate in various ways. So I'm also a really intuitive communicator. So I, I mean, maybe that's what I what I enjoy about you and your your content is you you really are very intuitive. And I'm I'm flipping the conversation again, but so <laughs> <laughs> that's what I did. You but, but you but you catch yourself in it, which is great. Well, I I in the 25 years I've been doing what I do, I've studied a lot of behavior psychology and a lot of so so I'm pretty good at analyzing what I do. I know. Um, <laughs> but the surrender. Sorry, I also. I, I, I also, um, I am a rabbit trail. Um, surrender is this huge word for me. Yeah. Um, I am, um, I, you, you, the lewd weeb atheist. I am actually a person of faith, but obviously very liberal. Yeah. Inclusive, all loving person of, of great faith. But there was a song that I sang at my church, like many years ago when I was going through something and it was about surrender. Yeah. And absolutely that word like resonates with me in such a in such a deep way is like you just have to surrender to um, surrender to God, surrender to family, surrender to love, whatever it is that you find mm -hmm. that, that gives you surrender or gives you peace. So that but that's so hard for me. Yeah. It's so hard for me to surrender. Yeah. To anyone. So, so that so that's that's that feels really significant to me um, mm -hmm. that. Like, like I'm, 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 I'm curious about how that journey has gone in your life, because it sounds like that, that you have in, in many ways surrendered that you've, that you have like surrendered to God in a, in a really like uh, positive, impactful, meaningful way. And that you have surrendered to, you know, family and love and in, in all of these really positive ways. And so I'm curious, sort of like uh like looking looking in the past like what were those what were those surrenders like do, while you were going through them um i mean in some of the silliest little ways like um i would be ridiculously stubborn about things that i didn't have to be stubborn about like hmm. i would go downstairs we I live in just a bungalow, but we've got a basement laundry. So I'd be going downstairs, and at the worst of my treatment, the chemo knocked me so much that walking the stairs was actually really hard for me. And I went downstairs with my laundry that was dry, but when I went to bring it up, wet laundry to go hang it outside, I literally was just struggling to get up the stairs. But when my husband, my my dear wonderful loving husband, said to me, "Here, let me take that for you," I'm like, "What do you think I am? Incapacitated? I can totally do this." And he's like, oh, "Okay, okay." Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and yet another day, if he didn't do it, I'd be like, why aren't you carrying my laundry for me? That's, you should be helping. So I, I can't say I was the best patient, but um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I did surrender. I'm having a weird um, disconnect in my brain. I feel things very deeply for other people. Yeah. Um, I usually feel things very deeply for myself, but I think the only way I coped this year was by not feeling everything. Okay. And so I'm finding myself um, feeling it now as I'm like, it's safe. Now it's safe. Like I lived, spoiler alert, I lived, I made it. Um, there is very little chance that I'm going to die of this now. It's like, you know, COVID is actually more of a present threat for me today than breast cancer. Congratulations. Uh, yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got my vaccines. I'm good though. Um, but yeah, like 
it, it's it's surrender surrendering now when i was really sick i had no choice like when i was so tired that i had trouble carrying the laundry like it was pretty easy to just say no you can do it um but i'm not a person that likes to be dependent on anybody i'm pretty pretty tough um i went through a divorce from my first husband in like 2004 mm -hmm. and after that i was like i am never depending on one other person in my whole life ever again I can do this. I got my shit together. I can buy a house. I can raise my children. I mean, my ex-husband's very involved in my kids' life, but um, who are adults now, by the way? That's uh, that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, yeah. I was, and I mean, my boys were awesome. Like they did so much stuff for me. Um, I wanted to not. No one ever wants to be a burden on their own kids. Like I did not want my kids worrying about me. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, like I don't, it, right now is the hard part of surrender though, because like I, like you said, I'm about 50%, but I want to be 100%, and not being 100% is more annoying than being 0%. Like 0% is fine, everybody understands 0%. Mm. Um, it's it's the what do, what can I do, what can I not do, what, what do I have to say no to, because I don't have time to do it now, or don't have energy to do it. Mm -hmm. Have, you know, most nights go to bed at 8.30 at night kind of thing, um, which is sort of, uh, you know, pre-cancer, pre-COVID, I sang in two choirs. I was often in community theater. I was doing photography, doing a full-time job. I'm trying to think what else I did. Taking Spanish lessons, like traveling. And now I'm just like, okay, well, can't do all that anymore. Yeah. Can't do that anymore. Yeah. Sandy, you're, you're incredibly rich. Like, like you, you, you give, you give me so much to, to work with. Like there's just so, there's so much, there's so much information. I it's great. I've had a I've had a freaking long life. I've had I, done a it's, lot of stuff. It's lovely. It's lovely. And I talk a lot. I talk a lot. I love it. I talk a lot. I, I talk a lot. Um, I talk a lot. Uh, so, one of the if I if I can just sort of like like bite off a piece yeah. and look at it. Please do. Please. What one of the one of the pieces that I'm curious about to, to sort of because really like what 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 I'm hearing you say is like tech like if you can if you can help me in any way deal with this like accepting that like i'm at 50 percent now and like i i just got to be okay with that that would be great so to sort of like try to take a first step in that direction the first piece that i think would be sort of interesting to look at is that i'm hearing this i'm uh, when when you told that that laundry story i think it was a really great story of that like you know like you were struggling to get up the stairs and your husband like came to help and you're like like i'm not incapacitated i can do it and then, and then, but then like you, you sort of like threw in like later on in, at random times, you would have these moments where like, you'd be trying to do the la you know, carry laundry or whatever. And you'd be like, husband, why aren't you carrying this for me? And so like, I'm curious about like that sort of like dichotomy in the mind of like, w like what, 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 what makes the difference? Like on one day or the other, like what, what's happening there? Listen, if I could figure that out, um, I don't know. Like I, I almost think that on the days where I'm the weakest, I want to be, I want to push through and be the strongest. Okay. So like that day I was really struggling. It was off. Like I was like, I'm going to do it because this is, you know, damn it. This is the only thing I'm going to do today and, yeah. and I'm going to do it. And nobody's going to stop me. I have to prove I can do it. The days where I'm like in the middle where I could be like, well, I could do it, but it's just hard. You know, and, and even now, I mean, gosh, I did, I did dishes 
last week and I went, oh my goodness, this is the first time I've done the dishes in like a year because my husband is a wonderful. I'm, I'm just praising him. He's in the other room. I don't know if he's listening, but. <laughs> and yeah, like he really, he really did look after me, um, which is just weird because I'm the caregiver. Like I am the caregiver of my people and of, of my world. And so it's, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Hmm. It's weird. And like I said, right now where I can like sort of, I can go to work all day and be super capable and give all my energy at work and then just get home and I don't even have energy to, to, you know, eat dinner some nights. I mean, I just, um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what makes the difference in the day that I want him to help and the day that I don't, okay. I'm, I'm thankful he listens. Um, I mean the same with my kids, I, they'd come over and offer, offer things and all the um, whatever job that they do. And then, you know, some days they'd, some days I'd let them help me and other days I'm like, no, it's all good. I'll make you some, I'll make you a snack. Come on over, mommy, make you a snack and I'll be good. Yeah. So. And Sandy, it sounds, it sounds really hard. It sounds really hard to oh, yeah. like have, have been, have been, you know, the caregiver, the caretaker, the capable one, like all your life. And then like all of a sudden, like you can't do it. Like that sounds, I, I, I totally get why that's something that you're struggling with because it sounds incredibly difficult. Um, mm-hmm. You said, you said that, you said that it, it, it feels weird. It does. Can you tell me a little bit more about what weird means to you? Um, well, my whole body, my whole body is weird. Like nothing is the same. Mm. Um, things I could do, I can't do things, yeah. things that didn't hurt before hurt now. Yeah. Um, uh, there's like a lot of, luckily, I mean, breast cancer, I got to keep my whole body mostly intact, but there's scars a lot of places and, um, techno, um, medicine and technology has come a long way that, you know, I'm, I'm good, but. I have scars. I have limited movement in my right arm. It doesn't go all the way because of the surgery scars right here. Um, I, I started doing yoga recreationally. Like I, I always went to yoga classes here and there, but I literally started doing yoga every morning. Some some mornings it was five minutes of shavasana on the back deck. Some some days I'd be thirty minutes hard. Most days I do about you know fifteen minutes. But it's mm. it's literally I need my body stopped being my body and mm. I had to get back to it um I had to make it move um that around the same time I couldn't walk up the stairs I I bent over to pet a puppy and I couldn't get up off the floor without help that's like so humbling and um I was gonna say humiliating but I mean maybe that's the word but um yeah like I had to have a lot of humility this year so. yeah um Sandy, I'm 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 sort of noticing like a a theme here that I that I don't think that I saw before until like until just now, which is that like it really seems like it it really seems like this is about like identity for you that like you you in in so many ways like your body and 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 like functionally and just just like in all of these different ways that you um feel like a different person but then there's some part of you that still feels like the same person 
And so, like, the conflict between those two things is just, like, it's like, it's like you're, it's like you, it's like you, you woke up in a different house. Yeah. I think that's kind of it. If you think of your body as your temple or your body as your house, I, I literally woke up, um, you know, I, in the midst of sort of the struggle, you just, I just plowed through. Like, it's like, take the medicine, go to chemo, get through, throw up again, do this again, be tired again. Um, all of those things, like, just, just do them and don't even process because you, I couldn't. I mean, I, I tried. I, I tried to be present. I tried to, like, know what I was doing, be conscious, be aware, um, take a few drugs when I needed to. Sometimes you didn't. Sometimes I didn't want to be aware. Sometimes I just wanted to take the drugs. That's fair. Take the medication, the PRN, please. I think the sometimes. PRN. I think sometimes that. I mean, that's why they're there, right? That's that's yeah. sometimes they're necessary. Um, but yeah, to just sort of wake up and be like, okay, I, I don't look. I, I look the same. I mean, I look the same some ways, but my hair, my head's not the same. My hair's not the same. Uh, my body is not one hundred percent the same. Um, I've got pretty good body image stuff but mm. suddenly i've got like i said i've got really bad scars i mean they're i know why like unconsciously in my head i know why and i know they're okay yeah i i admire i have always admired other women i've actually had a couple other older friends survive breast cancer i i know what the scars are i i totally celebrate them but on me it's like but but wait but that's me yeah um, and i don't want to be vain about it oh my god i don't want to be vain about it like i feel so vain when i say these things but um also having my thyroid removed i still haven't yet felt the um 100 fullness of that but i'm pretty sure i had a dysfunctional thyroid because i only lost about like 30 pounds with chemo sickness but the weight just kept falling off my body and i'm not i don't i mean i'm eating vegetarian but i'm not eating like healthy all the time so gotcha. i think my thyroid like that's different um being on medication every day is different mm. nothing is Oh, and uh, spoiler, you're a boy, you're a young boy, but like I have to be on a hormone blocker, so suddenly I'm an old woman. Like, mm. I don't, you know, like menopause, I keep spinning my table, I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, it's it's identity. Yeah, I think it is identity. Yeah, and I'm, I'm noticing that, but like, like I, I was sort of talking about like those, those two different parts of you that are sort of at odds. One part of you is like different, and then the other part is like, wait, no, like I'm still. I'm still Sandy. Like, well, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. And I'm noticing, like, as as you describe things, like you said, like, um, you know, like I like I I notice these things on my body, and I don't like them, but like I don't I don't want to not like them. Like I I and like I like I I don't I don't want to be vain. Like or like like uh, like you know, it's humiliating. Like oh, like maybe I maybe I shouldn't say humiliating, but like it's humiliating. Like it's like there's these there's these like. Like, so, 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 two people are fighting inside you. I don't know who they are. But, like, there's two so, people that are, like, that are that are fisticuffs well, right now. As I said, I was a person of faith. I also have, like, funny little things. And my little understanding of the Zodiac is that I was born on the cusp of Gemini and Cancer, which mm. makes me highly empathetic, but also always of two minds. Mm. I was also raised, my father, um, my father passed away in 2018. But, um he was 100% the debater and the devil's advocate. So he taught me to be so tolerant of other people yeah. in that whatever opinion I had, he would take the opposite point of view, make me defend my point of view, but also see the other point of view. Mm. And so that's also like 
again, like it's, I can say, oh, I, you know, I hate the scar on my body. I hate the way it looks. Oh, but I should be proud of my body and I survived breast cancer and the scar is like celebratory and yeah, oh, but it doesn't look like my body. Yes. So what, what's, what's really, what's really wild here, Sandy, is that even in that, I am still hearing the, the, the argument. Like I'm hearing like my, like my dad gave me this gift of like tolerance and like being, being like a really, uh, you know, tolerant, um, accepting Christian human being. And at the same time, he also gave me this curse that I'm constantly arguing with myself. Like I, (laughs) (laughs) um, and so what, you know, what, what, what do we, what do, what do we do about that? How do we, how do we, what, how, how, how do we sit down at the table with those two? My, my brain is a very noisy place, Tech. It really is. Yeah. It's yeah. And I think that it, it, it sounds like that's, that's the suffering. Like, yeah. If 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 you were if you were just incapable and you were like ah I'm incapable, like you'd be fine. Or if you were just you know, if you were just capable and you're and that was it and you like you'd be fine. But like the suffering is really that you're like all of all of these things are happening and then there everything that happens there's this other voice that comes in and says, no it shouldn't be that way. No you shouldn't do that. Yeah, I have a lot of shouldn'ts in my life also, in, not just here, but. Um, yeah, I shouldn't depend on others. I shouldn't be weak. I shouldn't, shouldn't be lazy. Um, you know, it was, when I was really sick, it was easy, honestly, to lay on the couch and play Animal Crossing and just be like, I'm sick. I'm laying on the couch and playing Animal Crossing. It's really hard now to be like, I worked all day. Now I'm going to go play Animal Crossing or I'm just going to lay down and watch TV because as you know, like there's a million things to do in life for everybody. not just, you know. Yeah. I don't I don't live in a sexist home. It's not all my job. It's it's my husband's job too, but there's just yeah, it it what used to feel like recovery, I'm now at the almost energy point that it feels like lazy some days. And I and I I've been so indoctrinated with don't be lazy, don't be lazy, be busy. Be you know, I'm a I'm a mom. I raised kids. I grew up with a far, in a farm family like nobody's lazy. Nobody just sits around doing nothing. Everybody does stuff. You have to be busy. So it's yeah. kind of a weird place to be. I mean, and I, I think that in some ways the pandemic affected that almost as much or more than cancer because the social part of my life was taken away to a degree. Yeah. Um, like the conversations in my head got louder because the people that I normally reflect my conversations with all the time just weren't there as much. Um, like I live in, I live in a small town. COVID numbers are really good here. Um, we weren't locked down all the time and I have family that lives within five kilometers of my house. So, you know, it was pretty easy to bubble up and sit outside and be whatever, but, um, yeah, like, um, yeah, trying to pick up the pieces and, and I will for the, for the record, I am going to therapy soon. Good. I've had a lot of pieces to pick up because obviously a lot of pieces. So first, you know, you get the health, the real health underway and then back to work stuff and then I'm doing physiotherapy and I'm doing I don't know other specialists there's also follow-up heart medication heart specialists I had to see and there's so many doctor's appointments yeah now like 
a world wa- time for therapy. Yeah, worldwide pandemic followed by two different types of cancer definitely would make a lot of pieces for sure. <laughs> just just a few. Yeah. Just and a few. so like I'm I'm hearing like um it's cool Sandy because you are because you are very perceptive and uh you know like look at yourself a lot introspective is the word I was looking for. Um, I look at myself a lot. I'm looking at myself right now. Yeah. Um, the, uh, you do a lot of my job for me. And so, like, I, I can I'm just sort of... I'm trying not to. I'm really... No, it's, no, it's great. Because then we can I sort benefit, of... I benefit so much when I shut up and listen to what other people hear. You're doing great. You're do... and, and so, like, what's nice is that it, it allows me to sort of, like, speed run things at certain points. Because, like, I can, I can sort of skip steps that I would go through with others that, that like you just sort of intuitively get and so then we can like get to other stuff oh, um yes. i've told i've told you just briefly like i've listened to your other podcast i'm like i wonder if he's going to mention that they reflected on oh yes he did yes he did he reflected on that perfect <laughs> and so w- one of the things that i heard in what you just said is sort of like a tying together of like the two things that we've been talking about which is like the identity piece and like the um capacity piece and that is that, like, it it really sounds like, Sandy, like, with the shoulds and everything, that you are defining your identity by your capacity. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so... My identity is my work. My identity is my art, my identity is my people yeah and if i'm not those things for those people if i'm not if i'm not out in the world doing my work what what am i yeah what am i yeah what 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 are you sandy (laughs) without those things what are you i'm a lot um yeah. I agree. I, I 100%. I agree that you're a lot. And I don't I I don't mean I I don't know if you mean that negatively, <laughs> but I definitely don't mean that negatively. Um I well, I mean it I mean I am a lot. I am not a even like part of me laughing about not having pink hair is I'm not a no, I'm not a normal. Mhm. Um I ain't no normie. I'm no normie. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop looking at me like I'm a normal person. <laughs> I, um, I need I need to do something. Um, yeah, like I know all. I in some ways I know all that I am. Mm-hmm. Um, like I am a mother. I am a wife. I'm I'm a grandmother. I'm a grandmother now. Congratulations, grandma. Um, it's just separating what I do for those relationships from what I am in those relationships. Hmm. And it's such a weird conversation in my own head because, like, literally, I love, like, it is a gift for me when I serve other people. My entire job is about, you're unable to do this, teach me how to do it with you or for you or help you do it, whatever it is you need. I love to provide. You love to surrender. No, I don't love to surrender. I love to provide other people surrender. (laughs) (laughs) I want them to surrender to me. I see. I I see. I can be the puppeteer. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, like, in some ways, I'm pretty happy with myself. Like, I, I, I am, I'm very, and I'm amazed by the human body, but I'm also amazed by my own body because I saw how bad it got, and mm. then it just fought its way back. Like, yeah. Like, um, like to see, um, well, not to be too graphic, but radiation burns are not pretty. And then to be like, oh, but that healed. Like, that, that healed. Like, yeah. it's an actual physical, like, I could watch it heal. Um, to one day, like I said, not to be able to, um, like, barely get up off the ground. And then to be, like, I had the tools. I, I, I had, I've spent most of my life gathering the tools I needed to be where I am today. Mm. Um, uh, like, I, I, I totally believe, like, in that sort of surrendering to a higher power. But I also say, well, yeah, but God gave me tools, so I better get my shit together and use them. <laughs> like, mm. I just, yeah. Jesus will help me, but also, you know, here's all the things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't need to send some clouds and things. Like he's like, but you know, you have a doctor, and I taught you how to do yoga because you had a yoga teacher. And you should do those things. So, um, like I, I, I was really impressed with myself that I was like, okay, well, I can't get up off the ground. Well, that sucks. So, what am I gonna do? So, you know, some like I said, some yoga was like five, ten minutes of just shavasana, and that was okay. I did yoga today because I breathed really deeply and I consciously. But other days, I would just, you know, walk up and down the stairs, ten times. You know, once when I could, and then twice, and then four times, and then ten times. Sometimes I would just, with yoga, I would just, you know, go from standing down to plank and then back to standing again. And then I took up paddleboarding actually this summer, stand up paddleboarding, just because. You know, I'm like, I need to do something different and a new challenge. And um, so I'm really proud of some things that I did because I, n I never thought I could do that. And because I was sick with cancer, nobody was going to judge me if I did it wrong. Right. Like, oh, look, oh, look, the cancer lady fell off the paddleboard. You can't make fun of her. She's the cancer lady. Right. <laughs> so it was easy to try something new. But um, yeah. Sandy, you you do an incredible amount even even at 50 percent you do an incredible amount like like if we i mean you know like it's not good to compare or whatever but like if we look at it comparatively like you do an incredible amount at 50 percent but like compared to 100 percent sandy which is really what the problem is compared to 100 percent sandy it doesn't feel like enough no and so like, I, 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 hear, I hear what you're saying, that, like, you're happy with yourself and there's, like, lots of things that you're really proud of. And at the same time, like, I wonder, are you happy with yourself without any of that capacity? Like, are you, are you happy with, like, when you do, it's so interesting, because, like, when you do, like, five minutes of Shavasana... What I'm hearing is that the satisfaction that you get out of that is you're like, okay, I did yoga. It may have only been five minutes of Shavasana, but I did yoga. And it's not like, it's not, oh, like, I sat with myself for five minutes and didn't. No, I did a task. I did a task. That's what it was. I did it. Check it. Look at me. Check it off. Check it off. 
have to put it in my phone and tell my health app that I did five minutes of yoga today. That's right. Yeah, I, I, I am 99% less likely to do any sort of workout if I don't get credit for it with my Apple Watch. There's no way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so like... Yeah, so, so the mindfulness part of yoga is a constant struggle because in those moments of Tavasana and quiet meditation, it is so like my brain is such a loud place. And mm -hmm. um, I've, I've actually spent a lot of this year walking with my dog and listening to podcasts and um, like obviously yours recently. Thanks. Um, and and yeah, um, realizing I'm this diagnoser of others, but um, Yeah, like I, I've, I've discovered this year, well, I discovered prior to this, so so lots of things happened that aren't relevant, but I started, I was realizing that my anxiety reactions were really, really strong. Mm -hmm. um, I am probably, and I don't want to self-diagnose myself, but I'm probably a very high-functioning anxiety, um, have a very uh, high-functioning within an anxiety disorder. Um, like I, I was talking about, like being in choirs, I swear, I have like everything I've ever done on stage. I did stand-up comedy for a couple of years, a million years ago. I did, like I've done theater, I did singing, I sing solo, I sing in groups. Um, every single time I go on stage, even before this, like, oh my goodness, not like anxiety level attack. Today wasn't too bad, but some days before I do things, I just, I just can't breathe for, for like the hour before I do it. And then I get on the stage and I'm like, of course. Yeah. That's, um, that's the, that's the, that's the performer, right? <laughs> but, um, my, my family doctor who sadly moved away just before COVID, but, um, just as all this happened, we were in the process of discuss discussing what parts of my anxiety should benefit from therapy or, uh, dialectical behavior therapy or, or, um, you know, coping strategies and what part of that anxiety might benefit from being medicated. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, um, as we're piecing all that together, I had a, a couple of post-traumatic stress things related to my, my dad. Um, my dad's death was very lovely and peaceful, but he spent years on oxygen. So um, when I had a, a sleep apnea machine, it has like it, it's like getting air. So like I said, <laughs> It's, it's now the thing that helps me sleep, but for a while it was like, oh my God, I'm going to die just like my dad because I can't breathe. And, um, and I say that lightly, my dad had a ridiculous sense of humor. So it's, it's totally like, I have a dark humor, just like him. So, um, so like, like you having, said, it's how you cope. It's how it's totally how I cope there. I can laugh about anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like I've been dealing with whether I need to talk about that, but then along comes cancer and a pandemic, and it's like, well, all of my anxiety is explainable. Um, it makes sense to be anxious when you're going for cancer treatment. Oh, you're going for chemo? Yeah, you should be anxious. That's normal. Okay, so what's normal anxiety and what's because like the other thing is in the midst of that, I don't look anxious. Like I went, I went for this one procedure, and the doctor said, oh, this one's going to be an easy one. Mm -hmm. um, you probably won't need sedation. I'm like, are you kidding? I only got here because you were giving me sedation. He's like, you look calm. I'm like, oh, I look calm. Oh, I look calm. <laughs> this is the look of a woman on the edge. 
Um, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to get off the chair. It's only because I'm a mature human with coping strategies, but I'm not punching you and getting off the chair right now. You're yeah. gonna give me sedation, right? Like, um, I had to get four little tattoos for radiation. Pride, like cried on the table for four teeny tattoos, and like I sit for six hours to get a tattoo, and it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Four little tattoos make me cry because anxiety, not anxiety. Right. Choice, not choice. Right. Yeah. So, and so, ah, oh, poop. So I've taken you in a whole random. I am very random. No, no, so no, I... no. I think I, 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 I just, I think we were going in a great direction. I just lost my train of thought. Hold on, it'll come back to me. Uh, okay. So the first thing that I want to say is that uh, I think that it's very good that you're like you were going through those stages of like like you know i got the cancer under control like i went back to work and like you know now i'm like looking at mental health i think that it's good that that you're looking at like going to see like a a you know licensed therapist because um what you said about like how do i know like what is like normal anxiety and what is like diagnosable anxiety what i have been taught uh, by people that are much smarter than me and that like are actually licensed professionals is that if you ask that question you should go see a professional and 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 make well, sure and, and i know because <clears throat> i also am in the role in my full-time job where you tell people the same thing percent. <laughs> but the thing is that being older than you i've lived in this brain my entire life like yeah. literally nothing has changed in my brain in my entire life when i reflect when my friend's daughter was diagnosed with sensory processing disorder, anxiety disorder, um, I'm like, oh yeah, oh, I totally get it. Oh, you can't wear a shirt like that? Oh, well, I, I can't wear, I, I have to take my tags out of my shirts. Oh, oh, you don't like that noise? Oh yeah, when I was a kid, I used to like go hide in my bedroom when my dad drove the tractor in the driveway because the noise was hurting my body. And, and oh, the tractor noise doesn't hurt everybody's body? Okay. So it's only kind of been a, like things that were not diagnosed in my old fashioned 70s and 80s life. Mm -hmm. Also, because I, I was, I mean, I had a wonderful idyllic, like I, I'm an idyllic childhood. I was happy. I am happy. My, even on my like down days, my default setting is I'm pretty, pretty happy. Um, I'm just pretty happy and pretty anxious. And I'm pretty happy and pretty controlling and stressed out about most things um i'm pretty happy and the tags in my shirt are bothering me right now like that's <laughs> it's just Beautiful. that i cope better than some people pretty Beautifully happy, sad. But please give me that medication doctor that you know i'm not gonna let you scan my body until you give me medication to make me calm on the table yeah yeah well okay oh sandy so Sandy, I, I think that, so like, I don't know, I, I, you know, if, if, if we, if we, if we were going to continue to work together privately, I think that a lot of like what we would delve into is all of the shoulds. I think that, and, and, and all of, you try being a pretty little girl raised in a 
Christian family, and, yep. I, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way, in a church-going family, um, I was not a pastor's kid, but I say I was pastor-adjacent. Yeah. Um, it, I, I did all of the things I should do. Right. And, uh, and, and for the most part, I, I agree that I, I'm like, yeah, those were good choices. Like, it's just, even now I'm like evaluating what is the shoulds for me versus what is the shoulds because what will other people say? I, oh, I, I'm such a freaking people pleaser. I don't like people to say bad things. I don't, I don't even know at, at this point, Sandy, I don't even know if the other people are really, are really the, the ones placing shoulds on you. Like even the like fear of like you know, what other people will think if I don't do this. I, I know, it's in my own head. I'm like, what if I, that person thinks a bad thing? What if that person, what if, what if, the, what if I, they think a bad thing? I think, I think, I think that what's even, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that what is even more scary for you, Sandy, is what will I think about myself if I don't do this should. a nail and you hit it on the head and so because you know this is like an hour-long video and like i want to like come to some sort of like resolution loose loose (laughs) resolution for you uh again like i think first of all i think that like Going to see a professional is a great idea, and and uh, I, I I'm not worried about that because it's always a great idea for everybody. I am literally saying everybody should talk to a therapist at least a few times in their life. I agree, and also I'm not worried about it with you because I think that you're incredibly capable. Um, not to inflate that. <laughs> I am, no, but no, I am. I am. I really am very capable of a yeah. lot of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that to sort of, like, put a put a little bow on this, like, I think that you have, like, you have to try to stop, you, you have to, like, purposefully not do things that you should and sit in that. And it's gonna suck. And you're gonna hate it. Because, because here's the thing. It doesn't count when you are absolutely incapable because like you said when you're at zero percent like you can't do it like it's easy then and so like it starts with like training wheels like it starts with with you saying like okay like i i i can't not do everything i have to push myself harder than i can at my work like i have i can't give that up yet and so it starts small it starts with like hey i should empty the dishwasher tonight I'm not going to. And then you just like sit in that horribleness that you feel and you're just like, oh, oh, I hate this. I, this is awful. And then like, and then, and then like you have conversations with people that you love and your therapist. And if we continue to work together, we have conversations about how you felt about that and about what it says about you as a person. What does it say about Sandy as a per, what, what does it say about Sandy's identity that, she should have emptied the dishwasher and she didn't do it because she was tired from work. And so to some degree, the physical tasks are symbolic. It's, well, I, you would be proud of me because 
So with photography, there's a, a lovely family that a client, and it just I adore her and I adore her children. So I, I picked a fall family photo session for her, which I totally enjoyed, exhausted, but totally enjoyed. And then she's like, hey, so you're back at it. Do you want to do Christmas minis with me and seven of my friends? And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, probably I should. Uh, yeah, I should, because that's business, and that's my business, and that's my, and, I, and, and they would be happy, and people would like me, and oh, and I said yes. And then the next day, I texted her back. I said, sorry, no. No, I love you, but I, but I, I literally, no, I can't. So, so that's, that was a, I should. It would be good for my business if I should. And I didn't, so that was a baby step I did last week. Totally. And what was that like for you? How'd that feel? Oh, I still feel bad about it. Like, I'm still thinking about all of the cute children I'm not photographing. I'm still thinking about all of those mom contacts that I could have been cash in for next year when I'm more energetic. And yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question that I think I asked sort of rhetorically before not rhetorically, which is, like, what does it say about you, Sandy, that you didn't take that gig? Well, my data, my, my full-time job has its own validation. Mm-hmm. My photography is only validated by the amount of content I create and by the amount of the amount of likes I get on Facebook for pictures or the amount of people texting me to say, we liked your work, will you do my photos? Mm-hmm. It strokes my ego quite a lot. So, um, yeah, that that is, yeah, that was a hard one. Yeah, what does it say? I don't, I don't know. Like, it says... And one, on one hand, it says, yes, I care about my health. I, I can see, like, cognitively, I can I can see that. Of course but, you can. Because you're... Also it, also, it says that, you know, well, I guess I'm not a good photographer. Yes, I'm not managing my business. Guess my clients won't like me now. They're not going to like me. They're going to be like, oh, she sucks. Can't use her anymore. Yeah. So again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to, and we're cutting it close here, but I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to like, I'm gonna try to pin you down a little bit and say like the the when when I said like I don't think that you care as much about what other people think as much as like what you think about yourself. So like I'm gonna ask that part of you that you were like, oh geez, yeah. That one hits the nail on the head. That part of you, what does that part say when when you say, no, I can't take this business? That I have, I must be screwing up because I've taken on too much. I made a commitment and I'm failing and I always live up to my commitments. And so now I can't do my commitment to myself or my business or whatever. I can't make the pretty pictures, so therefore, that's it. Can't do it. That's your, and I'm I'm missing. Yeah, like I'm not getting my straight A. I failed. I'm not giving myself an A. I failed. Yeah. You 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 either get an A plus or you fail. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So so here's here's what here, God this hour went by fast. Here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna sort of like. Ho- hopefully, hopefully this is a good a, a good bow. Uh, here's what I'm going to sort of like leave you with. Okay. That voice, you have no control over. You can't do anything about that voice. It, 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 I mean like. Are you sure, are you sure I can't control it? You can, you can battle against it and you'll win sometimes. But you're also, it's also going to, first of all, it's going to cause you a tremendous amount of suffering because you're going to be fighting against it all the time. And second of all, you're also going to lose a lot. And whenever you lose, then 
not only is it going to beat you up, but then you're also going to beat yourself up for losing against it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that like, and beat myself up for having the conversation that I know I shouldn't have because I know I should know better than to have the conversation. And it's just going to keep going forever and be this infinite misery loop. Yep, that's, and I'm not doing the, the derogatory crazy symbol. I'm doing the loop in my head. The, yep. The loop, the loop, the loop. Yep. Yeah. And, so, and so, like, whether we continue to work together or not, Sandy, I think that, like, what I what I would like to leave you with and what, like, I would, like, suggest for, like, homework or whatever is to instead of fighting against that voice be the amazing mother grandmother caretaker etc that you are with all of the people outside of your life to that voice sit down with that voice and say hey like listen i get it like this sucks it sucks that 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 I, that i that i am i'm functioning at 50% and I, I, I hate it too. And right right now, like, I can't do it. And that voice will, like, come screaming back at you and be like, no, like, it's not okay. It's not acceptable. I, 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 I'm failing. I'm a failure. And you're like, yes, absolutely. I feel all that stuff. I feel all that stuff too. And, like, and here's the thing, like, all of that stuff that was taught to you, all of that stuff that you learned, all of that stuff that, like, created you, it's not necessary anymore. Like, we have an amazing support system. We are at a point in our life where, like, we, we can afford to do these things. We don't, we don't have to do all the shoulds anymore. I can, I can, like, make my own decisions now. And then, like, a, a, and again, like, so that's sort of, like, the esoteric, big, you know, philosophical blah, blah, blah. And then, like, on a much more practical level, like, doing stuff doing stuff that you shouldn't on purpose and sitting in that and like continuing to have that conversation with that voice. And then the final thing is like, when you like sit down to meditate, a lot of people think that meditation is about sort of like, or like, you know, yoga. Um, A lot of people think that it's about sort of like clearing out your mind. And what I would say is that yoga is actually not about clearing out your mind. It's actually about just opening the bottle. Because what what ends up happening is, like, the bottle sort of, like, those thoughts come spewing out. And, like, a lot of people, (laughs) what they do is the exact opposite. And they, like, replug it. They're like, no, 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 stop the thoughts. Don't have the thoughts. So sometimes I picture them in, like, bubbles. And I'm like, there's a thought. Perfect. Okay. No, go away now. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so instead of, like, instead of trying to pop the bubble or instead of trying to, like, push the bubble away, you don't do anything. You just let the bubble float by and then and then like once you once you realize like, oh, I got distracted by that bubble, you just come back to breathing or, or whatever it is. And what ends up happening is eventually that that uh, bubble bottle yeah. empties out. And then you are left with like the the empty mind is like the um, it's the result. It's not the practice. Does that make sense? Sort of. I, I, I'm definitely still working on that part of yoga, but I'm trying. Yeah. I mean, the, the trying is the, also the journey, the journey is the destination. Right. Sometimes, right. Right. And that, that's sort of, that's sort of the idea is that like the, let those thoughts come. Let, don't, don't try to quiet your mind. Let those thoughts come and just let them, let them go wild and then just bring yourself back and know that, 
those thoughts coming is that you're actually doing it right. That's actually the correct part of the process. Um, and then not to, you got to be careful because then you're going to be like, oh, I'm doing it. I get an A. And that's just perpetuating the cycle. <clears throat> so, um, I'm not motivated by, by a reward system at all. Yeah. And so, and, and then we, I, I, I actually went off on a tangent about meditation because I do that. But, um, but what, what, what I really wanted to say is that when you do Shavasana, do it not for the steps on your Apple Watch. Okay. Just do Shavasana. And, and, and see how, like, see what that feels like. See what that, and just notice that. And when, when you, when you were, you know, yeah. And then, and then when you go in to see your therapist or when we continue to work together or with your husband or just, you know, anyone in your life, like talk about that stuff. Talk about what all of these sort of like conversations that you're going to be having with yourself are like for you. Because it's going to be tough. It's not, it's that will mean admitting to other people that I'm, I mean, I'm going to share this with them. So I was like, listen, I have something to tell you. Listen to this. Yeah. Listen to this. And I'm, I'm happy to be that, that, uh, <laughs> s- catalyst surrogate. I'm not sure what word I want there, but I think catalyst maybe. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Anything else? Any, any last, any last comments, questions, concerns no, before we sort of I- wrap up? No, like I said, thoroughly, thoroughly appreciated this. And, and I'm trying to, in the most positive way possible, say, okay, well, cancer gave me this great reset in my life. So I'm trying to be very deliberate and conscious about, like, like my life was like before my divorce and after my divorce and all the things I chose after that catastrophe were better. I chose better. I chose better life. And so now I'm at another great reset and I'm like, I just, I have to be so consciously because I don't want to fall into that. Yeah, I, I don't want to fall into old patterns if this is my one chance to reset. So I, I really, I sincerely appreciate a fresh perspective. Like, um, I, I love, well, I, my, yeah, I, I love, I love a, a fresh perspective. I love a new idea. I love, I love different people. I love people that are see things differently and, and connect. And I totally appreciate you and your community and, and all of our hijinks and whatnots. Well, and thank, thank and you. Serious, and your serious level too. Like, I mean, thank you. I really um, appreciate that. And, 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 and uh, right, right, right back at you for sure. Um, can I, can I tell you a completely, uh, I mean, it's not irrelevant, but completely, like, I don't think it's helpful necessarily, but a joke that I was thinking of during our session. Um, yes, please. Okay. Please, please leave it with a joke because this, uh, that will be me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this will be this will be our closer. Okay. So I, I you might have heard this one because I think it's pretty popular. But let me tell it anyway. <laughs> um, so there's so there's this guy who uh, is drowning, and a boat comes along, and uh, the the guys on the boat are like, hey, you know, like grab hold of this of this buoy or whatever, and he's like, no, thank you, God will save me, and then uh, the the boat is like, are you? Okay, and so like the boat sails off. Second boat comes by, throws down a buoy. No thanks, God will save me. Second boat sails on by. Third boat comes by. No thanks, God will save me. And eventually, the guy dr- dies and drowns. And he drowns and dies. And he goes up to heaven, and he sees God, and he says, God, why didn't you save me? And God says, I sent you three boats. <laughs> and I just, I immediately thought of it when you were talking about, you know, like, 
that you you deeply believe in God and also that like he gives you these tools. So anyway, that's I I I really like that joke. Had you heard it before? I frequently use that um, with with people that I'm like, yes, I know, I know, God wants to help us, but listen, this this is what he gave us right here. This is like, yeah, God would like to heal my cancer, but also doctors. But also (laughs) doctors, yeah. Yeah, no, God made people, so doctors. Yeah, totally. Well. Thank you again so much for doing this. Um, and, uh, and, you know, like keep, keep in touch. We have the, we have the Tantra Talks channel. Um, if, you know, like things start coming up for you and like you d- don't want to talk about them with someone who's going to, you know, like see you face to face and you'd rather do it secretly, privately so that you don't have to face the shame. Um, f- feel free to pop it in there and, and we're, we're always happy to, to listen yeah, and no, try 100%. to help. 100%. thank you so much and i mean honestly what you guys all streamers but you guys have done on twitch this year to help people through a pandemic i don't know if you know this tantra talk is is this extra thing that is amazing but just the general being a positive person on the internet in a world where we were segregated to our homes has been a wonderful wonderful addition to a lot of people's lives so i sincerely appreciate it and uh to everyone in the community that else has done this before me thank you so much for being brave and letting me be brave Awesome. Thank you, Sandy. Thanks, Jack. Bye. I'll see you around. Bye.